0: Hello everyone and welcome to Alatra TV India channel. Today we continue our series of interviews with interesting people about the creative society. Creative society is the global project that has been launched on the platform of Alatra International Public Movement, which unites people from all over the world. My name is Alina and my co-host today is Risha. Hi Risha, how are you?
1: Hi Fine. Hello, everybody. Please. I'm very happy to. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and hello, Alina. Hope you are fine. And I'm very happy to co host with Alina, dear friend. Welcome, Malika Rao, a mindfulness and meditation teacher, life coach, and emotional healing expert. Malika, we are very excited to talk to you today about the creative society, the society of a new format where. We, where each and every person is guaranteed freedom, equal rights, and possibilities, prosperities, and various opportunities. And of course we will talk about how we can build such a society in a shortest period of time.
2: Oh, hi Alina, hi Rishi, I'm very happy to be here with you and talk about all your endeavors in uh, the area of bringing more peace and kindness and compassion to the world.
0: Welcome, welcome. We are very happy to have you with us today. You know, Malika, you you know that you're a life coach working with people daily, helping them to overcome their emotions, to overcome stress and anxiety. Uh, We would be really interested to know, in your opinion, what do you think prevents people from being happy, and uh, what is true happiness for you?
2: Um, Well, the first thing is defining what true happiness is, and it is different uh, for different people, and it depends on your culture, geography, and also your age and phase of life. If you ask a little kid, a five-year-old, what happiness is, they might say, Um, a cone of ice cream. And if you make it too, it's more happiness. Uh, When you ask uh, a professional or uh, people like you and me, um, our definitions are different. Understanding and accepting that our definition for happiness could be different is the first and foremost. Uh, There is no blanket order. There's no one size fits all. But having said that, as a human being, I think we experience true happiness when we are um, absolutely at peace with ourselves and with everything around us. And that's when we experience happiness in its true form. And to your second question, what prevents people from uh, experiencing true happiness is um, in these times um, and when I work with people and also from my own personal experiences, I do not experience happiness or I do not, I experience stress when I'm disconnected with myself, Uh, when I'm not in alignment with my thoughts, words, and actions. When these are not in alignment, that's when there is a discord, that's when there is stress, anxiety, and such like emotions. And that's when it is not possible for me to be at peace and experience happiness.
0: It depends on each person whether
2: he or she chooses to be hard. It is a choice at the end of the day, of course, but there are many forces at play. Um, so it is um, not just about, um, you know, whether I choose to or not. Sometimes what happens is that when you're living in a community, um, the other things also start affecting you. So there are too many moving parts. But yeah, the core of it all comes from within, from the person. And the rest of them are variables. And we respond to them accordingly. Thank
0: you. Thank you
1: for your answer. Malika, as we know that beside your work, you are the founder of uh, Project Anpurna. Uh, could you please tell me what is the mission of this project and where you get motivation to start this project, or have you learned you did launch this project? Oh,
2: yes. So, Project Annapurna is my passion project. Um, I have been a professional chef, and food has been very close to my heart, and it, is st- it still is. Um, and I had a business. Um, unfortunately uh, I mean again uh, I was very stressed and overworked um, and there was a point where um, I was at the verge of burnout too and for some reason um, all the dreams I had about food what I can do with it and what can I it's somehow when I came to the business space and after you get into the mundane processes of um, you know business management I kind of got disconnected from um that whole purpose as to why I love food in the first place. Um, So during that time, uh, when I used to come back from office to home, I used to pass slums, uh, slum areas where um, I would see people there who are really underprivileged and uh, kids are not so well fed. Um, They come from very poor background. Um, So there was this one time I made food at home and then I took it for them. And they've had such beautiful smiles and they were so thrilled about this whole thing. And it was, of course, very simple um, food, but that's when I realized that uh, I felt, and like Alina was asking me about happiness, I felt true happiness then. And though I'm working, uh, you know, making food at both places, whether it is my work or uh, here, but this brought me true joy. And uh, it not only made me aware of um, so many underprivileged people who are struggling with hunger, um, and as per the world statistics also, um, I think one out of four is sleeping hungry every night. So uh, that brought me to start Project Annapurna. So it started with a group of uh, women who came together who were kind and generous enough to cook uh, once a week. And the idea started with that encouraging people Uh, to come together and consciously make food or do that service in order to bring happiness or fill someone else's stomach. You don't even need to know because we are, we do so much for our own families and our children, right? And we think of what what can I do more in order to please them and feed them more and give them more. Um, And then you will see that there are people out there who can't afford the basics, so that's where Project Annapurna started, where we wanted to give people the idea, the avenue where they could cook something for somebody they don't do not even know, but touch somebody else's life. Um, as of today, um, we have completed four and a half years. This December, we're going to finish five years with Project Annapurna. Yeah, that's where it all started. Great.
0: Great, really great. Yes, thank you for your active social position for helping other people, and uh, yes, these uh, topics of you know happiness and sharing your kindness uh, with the world are very close because only if you are fulfilled inside, if you are full of love and compassion, you can help others. And thank you for such a great example. And, of course, food is very important for people to keep them healthy. We also would like to ask you, in your opinion, what relationships between people should be based on? How how we can achieve human dignity in every aspect of life?
2: Uh, So the first question, if I understand you right, how we can connect with others. Am
0: I right? Yes, it's How to build such relationships which which would be based on compassion, kindness, emotional understanding. Because nowadays uh, we can see that um, they're they're mostly uh, based on competition, you know, how to change the situation. Mm.
2: Um. Coming to connections, uh, coming to relationships, I think everything begins from you. So when you are connected with yourself and you know who you are and what your values are, then you're at peace. And that is when you could connect with another person or another soul. Uh, so I think the first thing is connection with yourself. Uh, and second of all, um I agree with you that there are some some, uh, core values and core qualities um, that help us uh, create more meaningful relationships and connections. And those are kindness and compassion, uh, two of the many, I would say. So again, kindness begins with yourself first, be kind to yourself. And then once you do that, uh, like attracts life. So once you realize, once you practice these things for yourself and everybody around you, you will start to see you are connecting with the same kind of energy and you're connecting with even same kind of values. So I think uh, that is the foremost aspect of it. But having said that, um, it's hard. It's very tough. Um, to be constantly in a place of love, kindness, and compassion. I struggle with it on a daily basis uh, too. That um, And we come across so many challenges in life, right? Whether it is expected or unexpected, we do have it. And the struggle is real. So accepting that the struggle happens and it is okay. So in my uh, area of work, Uh, I talk about emotions and how important emotions are. And it's important to accept for what they are without categorizing them good or bad or such like things, because most often than not, we do not give ourselves permission to experience certain um, emotions because of our culture, society, education, or the value system that we have been brought up in. Now, because of which, what happens is these um, unspent, unexpressed emotions stay trapped in your body and in your subconscious mind. And once when they are there, they do not allow you to stay in peace and they don't go away just because you have suppressed them. That doesn't mean that they are gone. They're still there in your system. So and someday something happens and then uh, everything comes forth and you have Uh, meltdown. I call it a pressure cooker moment where you burst out into something and the other person would be thinking, I just said this. And why is she getting so hysterical about it? It is because of all the bottled up emotions. So Another way of connecting with people is uh, making sure that you're not bottle up, bottling up um, emotions. You're not a ticking time bomb. So you don't know when you're going to lose it all. Um, so I would say um, be kind to yourself. And self-care is very important because uh, it all begins from here. And when you are at peace with your values, with your emotions, um, you are in a place of receptivity too. And that's when people could uh, seamlessly connect with you. There is a saying that hurt people hurt people. Because if you're hurting, and that's what you're going to do to the others too. So a good thing to begin with is um, invest on self-care and invest in your happiness. And then you will see everything else becomes effortless. Connections, relationships, everything else becomes um, easy.
1: That's great. And you told very beautifully that we connect yourself because we are not connecting by self today. We are just watching outside the world and we are just not knowing what I am. And you told very perfectly that what human dignity is every aspect of life. Thank you, Malika. The creative society is all about creating such condition in the world. So everyone without exemptions will have food shelters or without exemptions all necessities and all the uh, <clears throat> all the um, uh, uh, societies will be without any war and violence. The good of this project is to build as a harmonious, supportive, perfect society by peaceful means. Malika, we would like to ask you to describe the society where your you, your family, your friends and all people would live happily. How do you envision it? I mean, uh, how can you Uh, describe that society where you, your family, your friends and people live happily and how do you envision it about this society?
2: Uh, True. Actually, coming to your first point, that human dignity uh, that everybody um, must have the basic necessities as per Maslow's hierarchy, food, water, shelter um, and clothing. And these are the basic necessities which uh, must be provided for everybody, and it's a human right, um, and education, too. Um, the way I envision uh, my uh, ideal world would be the one where um, people are at, um, experience inner peace at all times, and people practice kindness and compassion actively, um, and I see that um, that kind of a community with that kind of uh, value systems um, will allow each other to um, meet the basic necessities um, in sharing and giving. Um, And uh, I think in a perfect world, um, there wouldn't be hunger and there would be equality. There's no discrimination, whether it is gender or race or culture. Uh, And people are more objective and pursuing what actually matters in um, um, raising human consciousness um, instead of losing themselves in um, the materialistic things or compulsive buying and such like um, uh, compulsive behaviors uh, when people are um, investing consciously in mindfulness and meditation, connecting with themselves and also treating each other with kindness and compassion, I think it would be heaven on earth.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, as you you know that your sphere and um, connected with self-development and Rishi is also a yoga teacher and we understand that nowadays people even don't have time to think about something higher, something which is beyond this material world because we... They just simply have to survive and not to live a fulfilled life. And that's why we understand that it's so important to build creative society and to build it by peaceful means. And also we would like to introduce you, Malika, and our viewers, the eight foundations of creative society. They were based on the responses of people from all over the world and we were published on the website of alatraunites.com. These foundations are what many people are already implementing in their activity. And let's go quickly through them. I would like to ask our technical support to bring them up on the screen and uh, then we will discuss them.
2: Sure.
3: The biggest social polling in our entire history of civilization has been conducted during the last ten years by people around the world. 180 countries, millions of people of different social statuses, denominations, nationalities, talk about the society in which they want to live in. And this is a creative society based on the answers of the people from around the world, eight foundations of creative society were established. A society where all people can live in happiness, peace, and prosperity. This is that very society that our prophets bequeathed to us. All prophets talked about the value of life, freedom, honesty common human values, equality before God, mutual respect, and unification of people about love for each other. They talked about the common truth and about the world which we can create. The prophet said, there will be a time when we are able to build a creative society. We are honored to live in the time which the Prophets talked about. When everyone is chosen. This eight
0: foundations, and how do you think the implementation can change our world?
2: Well, first of all, I must say, was so impressive and so profound um, and so beautifully said. Um, while all of those uh, eight foundations that you talk about are immensely important, I think one, um, one um, of those which is least spoken about is, um, I think when we talk about community also, is mutual respect. Uh, I'm sure the rest of them have been spoken enough about, but I think um, that will actually um, fill all the gaps. And uh, the one we were talking about earlier about discrimination, about um, everybody having access to basic necessities and the human dignity that we're talking about, it all begins from there, mutual respect and um, uh, identifying the other human being as that another human just like me um without any barriers without any boundaries without any uh, lines drawn um you know whether it is gender based or culture based or you know geography based so i think that is uh, one which speaks to me most um at this and i think it could be as simple as that just giving another human being uh, the respect and that dignity. And um, that's where everything else could um, move forward and elevate the consciousness and improve the relationships too. I think it all starts from respect, isn't it?
0: Of course, of course. When we understand that human life is the highest value and doesn't matter what, where the person was born or what he or she does, still he's a human being. and. Have
1: the same rights as all people should have. Thank you so much. Very true. Malika, what we can do in our daily life to make the world a better place? Hmm. So
2: I think, uh, like I said right at the beginning, live a good life. Uh, I remember uh, one of the clients once asked me, though I'm not a parenting expert, and uh, a lot of people could give me an advice or two there. <laughs> but uh, so a client of mine once asked me, he was very worried about his children who are now going to college. He said, how do I make sure that I give him good values? How do I make sure they live good life? Um, and uh, yeah, and my answer is that you live a good life and they see and they learn from you. And that's what it is all about. When you believe um, when you live like a good human being, right, um, and in connection with yourself, with your values, and uh, in connection with your true happiness, I think uh, you're already making the world a better place. So uh, while you do that, uh, one should have a clear understanding and tell the difference between pleasure and happiness. But once you know what true happiness is, then you'll actually see that um, it is about giving others, it is about connecting. It is not about um, um, self-obsession. It is about expanding yourself and connecting with yourself. And I think that's when we actually realize that we are connected to each other. We are not alone in this world. So um, kindness starts from you, happiness starts from you, a better world starts from you. So I think um, focus on yourself and uh, it will slowly spread from to your family, to your community, to your city, to your state, and to the world.
0: Um, beautiful. Indeed, lead by example, that's what we all can do. Malika, we would also like to ask you, who would you like to meet and have a talk about the Creative Society in one of our next uh, broadcasts? So someone you know personally, and who would you like to nominate? So we will continue an ongoing chain of meetings.
2: Great. Um, Off the bat, actually, I have a lot of people I would love to see here and would love them to share their vision with you. Uh, But I think uh, one person I would certainly like to see here um, is uh, Sheila Mohan. She's a very good friend of mine. Uh, she's a spiritual coach as well. Um, so yeah, I would like to understand from uh, uh, a spiritual perspective as to how um, we can make this world a better
0: place. Brilliant. Yeah, we will happily connect with you and invite to participate in our show. And also we would like to remind everyone who wants to join our project, you can go to the Alachia Unites website, which we will see probably now on the screen. Here it is. Yes, click uh, the red uh, button, Join us. Fill in the short form and uh, become part of our project.
1: Awesome,
2: you all are doing. Uh, Malika,
1: thank you so much for being. Thank you so much for being such, uh, being here and sharing your experience with us and your knowledge and uh, what you have. Uh, uh, share your knowledge, maybe our viewers will get a in, get a good info from you. Uh, and uh, would you, uh, what uh, you would like to this to all peoples who is watching us today.
3: Yeah,
2: you mean a parting thought? So I didn't hear that last sentence. Could you please repeat
1: that? Uh, What would you like to wish to all people who's watching us today? Wish. My wish wish.
2: for all of you, everybody who's watching, may you be blessed with inner peace and may you and your life be filled with lots of happiness. Plenty of it.
0: Thank you so much. That's great.
2: Thank, thank you. you so much. It was a pleasure thank talking you. to you and all the work you are doing uh, in Creative Society. It is so fantastic and so inspiring. And it is need of the hour. So uh thank you all for having me here. And it was really a pleasure to talk to you.
1: Mm. My pleasure also. <laughs>
0: Yes, it's our pleasure. Thank you for such an enriching conversation. Thank you for the light you share with others. Thank you for your advice advices to people and uh, for everything that you are doing daily to help society, to help people around you. Thank you so much and we hope to see you again on larger TV. Thank you so much. And-
2: I will wonder
0: if... At the end, uh, let's share video about the conference.
3: On March 20th, 2021, a momentous event took place. For the first time in history, a conference was held where people of different religion and nationality voiced the truth that God is one, While all the separation of our mankind have been made artificially, the time of the truth has come. For the truth is one for all. International Conference, Creative Society, What the Prophets Dreamed Of. More than 45 languages of simultaneous interpretation. Nearly nine hours of live broadcasting thousands of platforms, and online broadcasts. People themselves made it possible.